four, three, two, one. Hey there, prosperity practitioners. I am on today with Tom Riley from Create Greater Lives. Tom has been a student and a teacher of self-help and self-improvement for more than 30 years. Yet for many years, he was not satisfied with the results. He went through many highs and lows and at one point ended up in a very dark place. It was from the depths of this despair that he accidentally triggered what he later learned was an advanced law of attraction technique. Yeah. This blast of energy was powerful enough to draw new teachers into his life, and they taught him information he'd never been exposed to before in all of his years of study. Tom is now dedicated to spreading this information to as many people as possible. These tools and techniques work in any area of your life that you would like to excel at. And his larger goal is to develop a team of highly skilled, very powerful law of attraction practitioners that can focus and coordinate their energies to create massive changes for each other, their communities, and the world. Tom, I'm excited about today. Thank you for being here, man. Um, Thanks for having me, Brendan. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Thank you. Dude, do me something. uh, What can we celebrate for you today? What is something we can celebrate in the life of Tom Riley? Well, uh, if, I don't know if you saw the particular videos, but I, I did a recent video on, you know, LOA is not magic. And to explain the difference between magic and, and law of attraction, I used a personal example I'm going through right now, which is okay. me and my wife are going through an IVF cycle, in vitro fertilization, Ooh, okay. pregnancy, Yeah, right? Uh, so things have been going along really well. So mm-hmm. that's great. We've got two blastocysts that are ready to go they're they're just going through the pgs testing we're getting the results this weekend so good luck sir that's something we're celebrating and looking forward to the next chapter in our lives which huge is huge stuff really yeah big we're excited stuff. about that it's it's excitement and nervous and mm-hmm. scared and worried yes. all at the same time but but that's all okay that's all and okay. That, that happens uh before and after tom if you don't do you have children now yeah yeah i do this is my second marriage that's okay the first one's part of that dark time <laughs> you, you mentioned in the intro. Amen, brother. Uh, but Amen. now I'm in like the most loving, supportive, passionate, wonderful relationship I could have ever dreamed of. So this will be my third child, and this will be my wife's first. Okay, yeah, no. So you've been through. You've been through the. It, no matter like every period of a child is is uh, I think as you said a little scary, <laughs> and, and 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 whatnot. So uh, yeah. what um you know let's just jump right into it because. Sure. I want to I want to hear a little bit about you know you've got thirty years uh, yeah in in being a student in this self help and self improvement space um, and I've only got like three so I got a couple questions right like one is it really going to take me another twenty seven years to get somewhere no. um, and and you know talk just talk Perfect. tell us a little bit about uh, you know what that thirty years uh, was like what got you initiated into it and what turned you into and onto law of attraction yeah sure so. You know, from the age of 13, uh, something about self-help and self-development, I just plunged myself into it, mm-hmm. um, loved it, just was an omnivore, right, <laughs> with a voracious yeah. appetite. Sure. So if there was a book out there, I was reading it. If there was a seminar, I was going to it, an audio, I was listening to it. You know, this is back in the days of cassette tapes, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. Moving on to DVDs and videos and you know, all the, the great thinkers in the, the you know, self-help and self-development world, uh, read them, been to their events, like you said, just absorbed it. And still to this day, I mean, after a while, it, you know, all of the self-help and self-development information, you know, there's patterns within it. A lot of the new stuff coming out is, you know, the same old, same old, but I'm always looking for something unique, something different, always reading, always looking for a new program because, you know, every book has a little bit of a nugget, a golden nugget within it. And if you can retrieve that, then, then it's worth it. I just picked uh, up a new one yesterday, a book for, by Seth Godin. Yeah. yeah. Tribes. So great book. Great book. One. Absolutely. Yeah, great book. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. You know, you, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, when you're going through like each of these books or each one of these programs, I'm actually like halfway through the master key system. Okay. Yeah. Right. And he talks about that. You know, you can't get all uh, all that you need for this space from one person or one thing. Is that, is that fair to say? It's absolutely true. You, there are a bunch of different sources and you always need constant input to mm. keep yourself fresh, right? Like energy right. has to flow. You need 
constant input from a variety of sources, whether they're self-help or not, everything can teach you. But yeah, the master key, we went through, I did uh, karate for 10 years. Okay. Way back, right? And part of that was the, 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 our sensei had some rights to master key and he would do a weekend of it. Oh, wow. Times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So good. Yeah. Nice. That's powerful. That's powerful. I'm, I'm loving it so far. Um, first so time through it. Right. Uh, and creating a program myself with it. Right. Just because uh, we learn and then when yeah. we teach, we learn even more. Right. And when we exactly. so so uh, enjoying that myself, what would you say, uh, you know, were some of the highs that you experienced um, along the way and in, in throughout all these programs? Um, from a personal level? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause there's, there's kind of pre and post in, in, in my life. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Previous learning and my, 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 my new learning, right. Which was a, about five or six years ago. But um, yeah, previously, you know, I would have good success in, in several areas of my life. You know, I'm a big, big fan of Anthony Robbins and, and a lot of other people. And I applied those things to my career. Um, you know, back when I was working for corporations, did well, switched jobs, got new jobs, had a bad boss, got a better boss, you know, just applying things in my life, right? Absolutely. I had one year, had one year where, you know, I got a new car, got a new job, got married, had babies, right? It was a magnificent year, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Exciting. Through, through all the, the application of everything I was reading. But I think, I think the, the most important thing I learned, and it was from those programs and from martial arts was, you know, when the timing get, when times get tough, because things always get tough, right? right? Anytime you're, you're stretching yourself, trying something new, learning something new, going outside your comfort zone, right? Things are going to be tough. You're going to get some negative emotions and that's okay, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things we really, messaging we really have to get out there to people in the law of attraction world is that negative emotions are okay. You just need to know how to handle them properly. Um, too many people are feared, scared of them like I used to be. But going back to your question, one of the things that, you know, has really stuck with me. I've learned a lot of when things are going tough, just to keep going, just to keep that and that take that one next step, mm -hmm. right? And keep the momentum, however slow, going forward, and and you'll you'll get through it. Right. I uh, I likened it recently to uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like a a drill bit as it's going through even plastic or wood or metal, and there's right as you get to the end, the surface tension, there's a bulge. Right. And that's like, that's right at the end though. So, I mean, the drill bits right there and you, you can feel it, you can feel it and then it just breaks through. That's right? right. I mean, I mean, so that's just kind of how I like it. Have you got an example of, of kind of like maybe a space where it got tough for you and you kept going and, and the breakthrough was close by or close at hand? Yeah. We, we talk about that a lot and, and we try to explain that to a lot of people why that happens. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's good reasons for it, but um yeah, yeah, many times, especially, um, you know, I was doing sales for a long time, and it's always high stress, and at the end of the month, and you have two choices, you can either just succumb and accept the situation, or you can break through. Um, the exercise that really taught this to me, uh, which was in the martial arts, uh, when we're going for a black belt, you had to go through strenuous training, but one of the exercises was called the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And this is where the, all the other people who already had their black belt formed two lines. Right. And you could just do this and try and walk in between them. Right. And they were allowed to hit, punch, kick, grab you, throw you back to the beginning of the line. And you had one of two choices, you either stopped or you just kept grinding through. And, and I think that taught me, taught me more than anything else. But yeah, it comes up a lot in relationships in any, again, anytime you're trying to do something new, a lot of times, you will feel that resistance. There will be a lot of tension at the end. And it's really just because you need the extra energy to get you over the hump. Sure. You're trying to create something. You need to bring the resources to yourselves. One of the things you need is the energy to get through it. Right. And, and a lot of times that comes through the tension that's created. Mm -hmm. And that's the energy you need to make the breakthrough. Does that make sense? Yeah. Kind of like the coiling of a spring. Exactly. Or, or a bow and arrow. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Now that makes sense. Um, I like, I like what you've mentioned here too, about uh, utilizing the negative energy. And you yeah. talk about this in your uh, videos. You want to, you want to tell uh, the audience why it's okay to have negative energy and how can we, why is it okay? Is it even good? 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and I do teach a lot of things now that are, are counter to a lot of the common popular law of attraction teachings. But please bear in mind that the common popular law of attraction teachings I did was faithful to taught and practiced for like 10 years before I learned something new, right? So okay. um, I've done all these things myself. So when it comes to negative emotions, I find this is one of the things that holds more people back. And I'd say it's the top two th- in the top two things that holds people back is because I was taught in the past mm-hmm. that negative emotions were bad, avoid them at all costs, don't have them, they grind the universe to a halt, mm-hmm. right? So I was in this constant battle to, with myself because as we just spoke about, when you're coming to the end of something, a lot of times there's tension that gives you the energy you need to get over the hump. Sure. And so I would get these negative emotions and think there was something wrong with me, think I needed to be fixed. I'd try, you know, all the hypnosis, uh, subliminal reprogramming, affirmations, all of that to try and fix myself because I thought there was something wrong with myself because I was feeling negative emotions. But Mm. this is usually taught when people can't teach you how to use the negative emotions properly. Okay. Okay. If we we liken it, an energy, we use mental and emotional energy to fuel our manifestations. And just like a battery has a positive and a negative end, positive and negative emotions are just different polarities of the same energy. Okay. That energy, whether it's deemed positive or negative, it's just energy. And that energy can be used to fuel our manifestations. It's not just the positive energy. And once you learn this, then you're no longer afraid of your negative emotions. You no longer think you need to be fixed. You don't think there's, you know, need to undergo therapy to clear these blocks or whatever. You can just use that energy. You just redirect it in a positive stream towards what you do want. Okay. And sometimes that can launch you forward a lot faster than the, the, the positive emotions. And that's what happened to me in that transformative experience yeah. where I was, that you mentioned at the beginning, where I was, I was in a really soul-draining, toxic relationship. It threw me into a depression. I was lying on the couch without any motivation at that point in my life. Ice and cream and was, chips. Pardon? Ice cream and chips, Ben and Jerry's, just kind of... More, more like scotch. That's <laughs> <laughs> equivalent. Same thing. <laughs> Real. <laughs> nice. But, nice. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, and it just welled up inside me and it burst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was trying to fix myself, trying to get rid of all this negative energy, but mm-hmm. there was just too much of it. And it was like, like a, a beam of, of energy just burst out of me. And yeah. all, all of it, it took a while, just flooded, flooded, flooded. Sure. And a lot of, I find, I work with a lot of people who have been carrying this negative energy around for years. Right. And suppressing it, pretending it's not there acting happy, but they're really feeling bad and they're carrying it around like a weight. Mm-hmm. And when you've got years of energies pent up and you can release it, that's tremendously powerful. For sure. It can move you, accelerate you very rapidly into change because the faster you want something to happen and you, the bigger you want it to be, the more energy you need to put into it. Right. Yeah. It's just the way the universe works right it's, if you want to I mean, it's like a weld up dam right like i mean and then you know exactly. the levy breaks type deal uh lots of energy exactly. behind it and it's exactly. just uh if uh you know you don't have a way to direct it it's just gonna flood yeah uh, so either people keep it suppressed inside and that is what keeps them stuck in place so when you're when you're holding the negative emotions in suppressing them pretending that they're not there mm-hmm. and keeping the energy inside not letting it flow that keeps you tuck, stuck in, in place okay and, to release it, there's two options. You can do it in an uncontrolled manner, which will turn into rage and destroy things around you, or you can control the release in a positive stream towards what you do want mm-hmm. and move yourself forward. How do you get somebody to recognize that they are holding all this negative energy? And then uh, how do you get them to release it in a positive manner? Well, most people are aware of it especially in the law of attraction world. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a taboo, right? right now, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I literally thought there was something wrong with myself and spent years, mm. lots of money trying to fix myself. <laughs> wow. Right? Okay. Because okay. I thought there was something wrong with having these negative emotions, but they're natural. And really? especially in the law of attraction world, a lot of people are fighting them. A lot of people, mm. I mean, if you've been in any of the Facebook groups, as soon as someone raises their hand and expresses a, 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 a sliver of doubt everyone right. jumps all over them right saying there's something wrong with them for sure for sure yeah well that, uh, i love i think uh 
it was like Abraham Hicks, like uh, called it like the thought police, you know what I mean? Or, or something like that, you know, just like, uh, um, you know, and, and, and the reason why I asked that question, um, Tom, is because I personally, you know, again, I'm newer to the space, mm-hmm. um, especially in the law of attraction space. I think I'm only in maybe two and a half years just in that space. Uh, and I had a friend, she was doing light work. And I wasn't really familiar with like this shadow self. And I really wasn't even recognizing this, we'll call it darkness, just as a, you know, the shadow self. And I wasn't even, I didn't, wasn't even really aware of how I was treating myself in that space. And then once she kind of presented it to me, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and it's like you're saying here, I, I, I realized that I had all this energy yeah. that I was forcing out instead of accepting. Is that fair? I mean, is that about is that about the gist of it? Yeah, the, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you, you, there's there's also like there's a few modalities of thought when it comes to negative emotions, right? And, and the shadow self and darkness within us. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is, and you'll see it a lot in the law of attraction world, is acceptance and mm-hmm. the dispersal of the energy. Okay, right? yeah. which is great. It's more of a Buddhist thought. Right? Okay, more for spiritual development. If there's something negative in, within me, it's not because of what's outside it's because of what i'm how i'm reacting to what's outside so i okay. want to change my inner spiritual self to evolve okay right? um which is good because anything that leads people to a happy healthy life is wonderful right, right. um and that's a great methodology to disperse the energy mm-hmm. um we we if if you disperse it you're not using it you're getting rid of it which is good and therapeutic and healthy but you're not using it to move yourself forward right manner which is what we do does that right absolutely and i love that i love that i mean um you know and, and again i'm just gonna use myself as a reference having gone through a you know what i believe to be similar uh you know recognizing that energy and i accept it i didn't really kind of propel myself forward with it in any way but i can see how that would be very effective and how that could be very powerful. So absolutely. I love it. I love it. I mean, tell me about that. Like, you know, the 10 run, you know, about the 10 year, like run up to uh, law of attraction. You're spending about, you know, what sounds like 10 years of just practicing all of uh, the general uh, law of attraction that's out there. Could you hit on a couple names and, 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 and uh, you know, people that were influential and it sounds like you went through like most of them. Was there anyone that you, gravitated towards more than another just I, I think that will help me steer some more conversation yeah sure i mean uh, i devoured everything i mean the 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 secret is really popular now and predating that was abraham hicks i went through a lot of their material um, mm-hmm. bob proctor mm-hmm. right uh, also a prominent teacher and probably people you've never heard of before and i don't even remember their names but okay you know like through through nightingale cannot they had programs all the time for just, sure uh, <laughs> Right. Just looking right. for, well, looking for two things, looking for, for that, something that would help me make the leap forward. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, like I said, trying to fix myself all the time. Cause I thought something was wrong when it wasn't, Okay. but you know, it, through all those years, you know, I would, like I said, I would make good progress in some areas of my life. Uh, and it was kind of hit and miss. Mm-hmm. And I was always mystified by how I would do something one way one day and it would work and I do the exact same thing on a different day and it wouldn't like the, the results were sporadic. Okay. Um, so that was always a mystery to me that people until my new teachers really couldn't answer for me. Okay. I was always searching for that. Mm-hmm. I was also searching for that leap forward because although I was making good progress in some areas of my life, it wasn't all areas of my life. Okay. The relationship wasn't working. Um, but it was never that huge leap forward that I really wanted. Right. You know, um, absolutely. So, I mean, um, I always, uh, when I, when I have conversations about this, I always talk about like, nobody makes their first jump, right? Like in the matrix, nobody makes their first jump. Right. Um, right. and so, and, you know, just, that's, that's the first thing that comes to my mind in that. And so the other thing is like, when you first figure this power out, I'm gonna call it or connection with source or whatever, I'm not, what is, what is your terminology with that, by the way? Like, you know, do you do connection to source? Do you do where, where, where are you at on that? Is it the universe? Uh, the universe. Okay. I find is a very good general terminology. It doesn't uh, offend anybody. <laughs> it doesn't have a religious, you know, connotation to it. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like everything, everything in the universe is the same energy. It's awareness, right? Uh, so that's the term we use. Yeah. So when, when you first kind of understand that you've 
got a strong influence and uh, over the universe or with the universe is my, you know, my perception anyways, you're going to, um, you're going to make some mistakes when you try to first use it, right? Like kind of when you yeah. crawl, walk, run. So, uh, sounds like you did a lot of crawling. sounds like you did a lot of stumbling. And then, um, you know, I'm very familiar with, uh, both of these guys. Was there, was, was, what did you find then, you know, you talk about five, six years ago, what did you find five, six years ago that was missing? A lot, (laughs) a lot. Okay. I mean, Hey, look, I mean, was it cause you know, you always figure there's like something missing. Is it, was it, Now, and and the second question would be like, you know, follow up on that would be, was it missing or were you just not aware of it within that teaching and somebody else was able to bring it out? It was missing from everything I was being taught and everything I could find. Okay. Um, It's it's, it's related. It was like uh, everything I was learning was grade school, like grade school math. Okay. Which is great, useful. Right. I use it every day, right? Sure. But it won't. If I want to put someone on the moon, mm-hmm. I need something more advanced. Okay. Right. And and through my 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 learnings and and reflecting back on everything, it's really the well. There there are two paths. There's there's the passive path and the active path. Mm-hmm. The passive path of law of attraction is really both of them lead to happy, fulfilling lives. Okay. Okay. So they're both good, both valid whichever you want to do, you know, power to you, right? The passive path is all about feeling good, accepting negative situations, finding the good in everything, and just having faith that everything will work out in the end, right? So it leads to a happy life. Because if you can spend the rest of your life being happy and not worrying and stress-free, that's a great thing, right? Right, right, (laughs) right. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's where most of the teachings lie. The active path is more about what we, we've been talking about a little bit here today, which is actually picking specific changes you want to make in the world and actively doing them. Mm-hmm. Right? So active forms of creation. And that's where you need the, the more advanced knowledge. And when you look at the two, the, the what's taught normally out there is really watered down, diluted versions of the, the more advanced teachings. Um, and we could go through. Yeah, I mean, do, I mean, as we kind of progress, do you feel like that's been on purpose? Do you feel like, I mean, do you feel like that's necessary in order to make it to the next level? I think that yeah, you need the more advanced information and techniques to get to the next level. It's it's like putting someone on the moon. Um, well, I'm saying is more is, advanced is, math. is is what's out there right now? You know, the fundamentals. I mean, you, is that necessary? Right? You, people need to kind of see it at that level before they're willing or able to go to the next step. Is that correct? No, 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 no. Okay. So you're saying, so you're, you're saying like we could totally bypass everybody else out there. And my interpretation of what you're telling me here is like, you've got this advanced material. We could just jump straight into advanced material and make it work for us. Yeah. Yeah. We take people who know nothing about law of attraction or people like me who have been trying it for 10 years and not happy with the results. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and take you right up. If you, if you, have that foundational information, you know, one of the problems I faced, like, like I say, I, these new teachers entered my life and, you know, things took off, but it wasn't that simple, right? I'd love to say I was the best student in the world. And sure. Hey, I just absorbed what they said and applied it and my life changed, but that right. wasn't the case. Right. You know, I've been learning this stuff for like 10 years and I had some very, very closely held belief. Oh, sure. And, and I had a real hard time letting go of them because, because these people were challenging a lot of the things I had been taught and, hmm. and a lot of the things I believed and I had a real hard time op- as open-minded as I thought I was. Sure. I, I had a lot of resistance and I had to open my mind up to some, some new concepts because, because, because some of my core teachings were heavily challenged and there was a massive day where they just basically broke me down logically step-by-step step and made me rebuild myself um, and my connections with everything. But um, so if you, have been practicing law of attraction for a long time and you're really embedded with certain teachers, uh, some things we teach will conflict with that information. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have resistance to that. If someone's fresh, new to it, then they, they have no, no hardcore belief structure. So that can sometimes be easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I always believe that sometimes it's easier to take somebody who knows nothing about anything and teach them 
fresh, right? Versus like if they know something about what it is you're teaching, they're like, oh, no, this is what I know from over here. Well, that's how I was, and it took them a while to break me down. I was looking at their patient. But some things they challenged, you know, at the core of myself was like um, everything works out in the end, and the universe has your back, right? And if you just feel good, you know, everything will take care of itself. And I I firmly believe those. Mm. And I was practicing them all the time. And I, I I had a hard time letting go of those. But then, you know, they, you know, they, they broke it down for me. You know, okay, everything works out in the end. That means everyone dies happy with their dreams fulfilled, with good family, and 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 you know, no financial troubles, right? No, no, sure. that's not what happens, right? right. right. Um, so Tom, how can that be true? And I couldn't answer that. Okay. Right? Things like that. But they were core beliefs of mine. And and we go out there and, you know, try and suddenly tell people this information and we get a lot of resistance to it. Well, I mean, like, let's talk about that. You and I were talking about uh, this right before we started the conversation uh, about how I'm transitioning from, you know, I was working in this fatherhood for the rest of us doing dad thing everybody loves that right like oh yeah doing dad stuff that's great and i'm like oh i want to do you know this prosperity practice i want to do this you know it's kind of law of attraction i i I shy away from saying law of attraction manifestation you know just because i'm just trying some different things on for size i understand it yeah yeah, right um and and so you know then i get like these the quizzical look right so talk to me about breaking into that space how that's been for you and and uh just a little bit about that. Yeah. Going into that space and trying to present it to people. Well, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I work on manifesting, right? So that's helped. Sure. But, you know, yeah. Everybody has a certain doctrine. Um, the law of attraction market, you know, marketplace or, or community, however you want to call it is, you know, pretty much very set in their ways. Right. And mm. if, Try and throw out different thoughts. Um, yeah, it's, it's fairly rejected. Or, but there's some people out there, some people out there who are like me, who have been trying this for a while. Not everything's making sense to them, mm-hmm. um, so they, they question it and feel bad about questioning it. But they're not supposed to have negative emotions. It's, it's <laughs> the 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 law of attraction. But those few people we find. Uh, are the ones we're looking for who are you know willing to open their mind to something new because they right. do want something more and that's where you said we're we're amalgamating this group of people to coordinate those are the people we're, we're really really looking for we'll give the information to everybody but we're finding like a small percentage of the people are really open to it right now but those are the people we're looking for and, and that we want to teach right the, 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 you know essentially you're looking for people that were similar to you yeah. Uh, or at least open to yeah. your way of teaching. Um, are you able to reference the, some of the teachers that you have found that have helped you find your way? Or are, are those names or, you know? Uh, they aren't anyone you'd know. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean. I don't reference their names, no. Okay. No, no, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it's just always interesting. Um, I always like to go to, for example, you and I were talking about Tony Robbins. I actually saw him this past weekend, and that was kind of uh, for the first time. We're going in time. September. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. So, I mean, that was the first time I've ever seen him in person, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and But when I first started listening to him, you know, he referenced Jim Rohn. So, you know, down that rabbit hole, and just like, you know, Zig Ziglar references, I forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, all these people, and you just kind of, you just follow the rabbit uh, you know, rabbit hole, and you just go, and you see kind of where these these people um, come from and, and what their story is. Um now the one thing that I, so I went to this I went to this event this weekend where Tony Robbins was it was a real estate wealth expo and you know I had my cards with me you know had them all printed out and rushed them right I was like oh, I gotta get them I gotta hand out cards and be there but here I am and like you know uh, you know I think that we are all familiar with like imposter syndrome like you know here I am trying to hand out cards at like Tony Robbins event right yeah. um, with you know Robert Hershey Rick's out there Susie Orman. Um, but what was, what, what excited me and I wasn't even aware that this person was going to be there was, uh, Sarah Prouse was there. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Um, I wasn't, you know, and and again, I don't go crazy in this space. I just know what I felt and experienced and believed to be true. Right. Which is why I spun up like prosperity practice. And so, but it it was interesting that she was there. And it gave me confidence to keep on, you know, just gave me a boost of confidence to be like, all right, there's somebody else here. I can actually point. And I'm like, you know, Sarah Faust. Yeah. You familiar with that? That's kind of what I do. I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not speaking today. Right. Like, and, and so huh? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe next year she'll be at your event. Hey, you, you never know. The, the deal was, the deal was I just wanted to, um, 
you know, ex- seeing that experience and experiencing that gave me more confidence, right? And that's, mm-hmm. you know, so for you, what's given you the extra confidence or continued confidence to, to go out there and do this? Well, that brings us to a whole nother conversation <laughs> sure. of, of like inner motivation and outer motivation and what, you know, inner desires and outer desires. Um, well, I mean, I mean, because when, when you come down, what keeps you going? That means you have to motivate yourself. What keeps me going is this is what I love to do. And it's my passion. And when you, sure. you know, you find it, you know, there's a famous book and a lot of people say, find your why, find your why. Oh, yes, I'm why do you want to do that? Why sure. do you want to go to that event? Why do you want to hand out those business right. cards? Oh, it's because I want this in the future. Mm-hmm. But if you have the, the right what, mm-hmm. you don't need a why. If you're doing the right what, you get out of the bed in the morning, you spring, you can put in effort all day. It does not feel like work. Sure. Right? You don't have to motivate yourself with external motivators. Right. Um, so what keeps me going is just that's uh, what I enjoy doing and loving doing. And my, my our vision is to create the army that can coordinate and create massive changes in the world. But we need people that are at a high enough skill level. We're just I got you. To amalgamate some of those. But yeah, oh. there's, there's so much to do in the world that I get out of bed <laughs> and I'm working all day. Well, like people would say working, but yeah. Right, right. So you, you love what you do and yeah. you're confident that it works. And I think that that's, you know, that's, that's kind of the question I'm asking though. It's like a big, big, big fan of uh, Wallace D. Waddles and uh, you know what uh, Tony Robbins kind of hit on it this weekend. It's like, you've got certainty and you know that this is working. Is that fair? Yeah. Certainty is huge. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, um, you know, we I've we've helped thousands of people to improve their lives to date. That's right? awesome. Yeah, you know, we 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 help people with their open to their if their mind is open to trying something a little different, trying something a little new, um, seeing if it works or not. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's all you need, right? Right, right. Well, I, you know, I'm just you know I'm sitting over here kind of dumbfounded over the fact that like you know Hicks and. Um, Proctor missing a lot of information or it's just fundamentals. Right. So I'm just like, all right, great. Now what? Right. Like that's a lot of time. Well, um, well yeah. Yeah. And, and people will are very big Hicks and, and Proctor fans, but, um, and, and, you know, they put out some good stuff. They're really good at making people feel good. Right. Sure. But, um, one thing that I advocate a lot about, and, and that really bothers me is that in the law of attraction world these days, it's really, really easy for the teacher to turn the finger of blame at the student. Hmm. And it's used all the time. And it was okay. used on me for years. That's why I thought there was something wrong with me and I had to go fix myself Okay. when I didn't. Right. Um, a lot of people, if someone's teaching me something and I'm applying what they taught me and it's not working. Right. Um, either they're not teaching me correctly or they're teaching me the wrong stuff. But when okay. they turn and say, Oh, it's your fault. Did you have a negative thought last week? Yeah, I did. Well, that's why you're not getting your manifestation. Or, mm-hmm. you know, did you have some negative emotions? Yeah, I did. I had some worry and fear. Oh, well, no wonder you didn't get your manifestation. Or, you know, the universe just keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, doing the same thing over and over and over again. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And someday the universe will bring you something that you like. You know, that's Einstein's definition of, of insanity. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Um, so, so a lot of people are told to just feel good and wait. Mm. And we found that that's not a good recipe for success. And it's not even a recipe for, for manifesting things in your life. And so, yeah. You've got, you've got the uh, three pillars of manifestation. Yeah. What, let's talk about them a little bit. Sure. So manifestation is the overall process. You want to create something in your life, you're manifesting it, right? There's three pillars of manifestation under that. There's attraction, vibrational alignment, and then there's creation. Okay, now a lot of people think attraction and vibrational alignment are the same thing, and they're not. Okay, three distinct pillars. Now, each pillar has distinct techniques that go with it that you leverage to activate it in your life. And when you get all three of them humming, then you're good, right? You see progress, you see movement towards your goal. Yes, if you've been in the Facebook groups, just as an aside, um, you see a lot of people saying, you know, I saw a number that means I'm getting closer to my goal or something like that. Sure. The only sign from the universe that counts is making real progress towards your goal. For sure. Okay? Now, if you're doing something small, that can fall out of the sky. But if you're doing something big, you have to go through go through progression, right? You have to get there. Don't wake up in the morning, the president of a $100 million company, right? You have to build it. But 
sorry, that was an aside, just a little bit of a rant because these things do annoy me, which is okay. So three pillars of manifestation, there's attraction, there's vibrational alignment, and there's creation. So attraction is drawing to yourself of all the resources you need to create what you want to create in your life. Okay, so if you want a new car, a new business, whatever it is, that car isn't going to roll down the road and pull into your driveway. You have to draw to yourself the resources to get the car, right? Typically. So resources, depending what you want to do, can be anything. It can be, well, number one, the energy you need to create it because you need energy for your manifestation. It could be teachers. It could be new information. It could be ideas. It could be inspiration. It could be finances. It could be people to network with, people to sell things to. Whatever you need, the resources you need to create your manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's attraction. Okay. Uh, vibrational alignment is aligning your vibration with what's in, what you want in your environment. Because we all know um, what, what gets filtered into your consciousness is determined by your vibration at the time. So if you're in a really good mood and happy, you're going to notice all the happy things. And if you're really depressed... And, and sad and tired, you can be in the exact same environment, but you're going to notice all the negative things. Sure. So it's the same way with all these resources you drop, brought to yourself, all the coincidences, all the opportunities, all the synchronicities, these are all resources. If you're not vibrationally aligned with it, you're just going to miss it. You're going to walk right past it. You could have drawn a perfect opportunity to yourself, but if you're not vibrationally aligned to it, you're not going to, you'll walk right past it and won't be able to leverage it. Does that make sense? It, no, it makes sense. So, uh, you know, the, the, this is where, um, and for me, right, and I'm just curious of, of, of how you would approach it. Uh, you know, you got to have clarity, right? You've got to know what you want. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to be aware of the things that you need, right? Mm-hmm. So is that kind of like, a, is that, is that, is that kind of line up with like a vibrational alignment is similar to having a clear picture of what you want in your life? Well, vibrational alignment is being what you want to be in the present moment. Okay. So um, the universe only re- is only here now. It's only ever the present moment in the universe. Sure. And it only reacts to what's here now. Okay. Right? Um, so it's what you're, you are, not what you're thinking about, not what you're dreaming about, not what you're wishing for, not what you're hoping for, but what you are in mm. the present moment. So vibrational mm. alignment um, is you know the the 101 exercise is the social mirror exercise makes you be what you want to be in the present moment and then you're the universe is reacting to you properly and you are vibrationally aligned with whatever else is around you in the present moment because if it's next week or down the road or in another room it doesn't matter right so who you are in this moment yeah uh aligning with yeah your your um what you want to be. There's a difference between thinking you are what you want to be and acting like you are what you want to be and wishing what you are what you want to be or actually being what you want to be. Hmm. Okay. And then the creation aspect, right? Yeah. So I'll talk a little bit about like that. that <laughs> <laughs> because because the, like all of them have a technique. So so for, for attraction, the technique is actualization, which is like visualization on steroids. Okay. okay. For vibrational alignment, the first technique is the social mirror exercise. For creation, the technique is action. And a lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. You have to take action. It's the trigger on the gun that makes things happen. It turns like you've, you've drawn all this potential to yourself, but what turns the potentiality into the reality is your action in the present moment. And, you know, you, you're not going to sit in your basement, think happy thoughts, and a truck's going to drive up to your house and deliver a million dollars to you. You have to right. take action, and a lot of people don't like that. But yeah, All right. There's that a, sparks creation that turns potentialities into realities. I love it. I love it. This uh, it reminded me of a, a joke that I saw at the back of a, a end of a book. Well, yeah, yeah. So you know, so the guy again, the guy's sitting on the couch. He's like, "Come on, God, I know you can give it to me. You can give me ten million dollars." And God looks down and goes, "Sure, I could, but the least you could do is go out and buy a lottery ticket." Right? I mean, just. <laughs> Do something that says that, like, that I am willing to receive what you're, you know, putting out there, right? Um, and uh, you know, I, you know, saw Susie Orman this weekend, and she actually blew me away. And 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 she talked about, you know, her two fists, right? You know, you got to be willing to let go of some things in order to mm-hmm. like, receive some things. And I think that that talks really well towards 
also what you're talking about too. Like let go of some of the stuff that you've been holding on to, your beliefs and all the things that aren't serving you. Right? Yeah. How do and, you recognize? I mean, is it serving you or not? Right? <laughs> right, right. Big question because you know, I I work with people who have been applying the same teachings for a year, three years, five years, ten years, sometimes like I was, right? Yeah. yeah. And okay, you, you know, feeling good and waiting only works for so long. And I do realize that yes, if I plant seeds today, I'm not gonna have roses tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right, right. But if you've taught me how to plant a bunch of roses and I plant a thousand roses and I do everything you said right. and this year I don't get any roses and next year I don't get any roses. Right. Well, there comes a point where, where you're just waiting, but nothing's happening. Then right. maybe you have to take a look at trying something else. Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, explain to me just a little bit then if you, if you don't mind or, you know, what you, cause one thing, and, and again, I enjoy your videos. I enjoy the content, but, the one thing I don't get is yeah. exactly what is one or two things that is specifically different than what's already out there. Specifically different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. It uh, can't, you usually teach it in live events or courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can't really do it on an eight minute video, but um, the techniques are different and the principles behind the techniques are different. And what we're accomplishing is different. We're no longer sitting and waiting for results. We're going out and creating them. I mean, a specific thing that's different is being able to, if you properly understand the technique and how the technique affects your final results, then you can make adjustments and change, mm-hmm. right? So do you, do you use golf? Do you play golf? You know golf. I'm in right? martial arts, right? Like, so I mean, I, 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 I can, yeah, okay. so I do, I do jujitsu, right? Like I do Brazilian jujitsu. Oh, so I get, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. So I mean, understand the technique, right. And you know, okay. I want to arm bar that guy. Oh, I, the arm bar slipped out. Right. Well, at least I understand the technique and I can improve my results. Right. So we teach very specific techniques and and how to gauge the results and how to correct them if you're not getting the results you want, which is missing from a lot of law attraction world. It's like if someone's not trained in jujitsu and they try and armbar someone because they saw it on TV and it slips out and they don't get it locked on right, Right. they don't know how to correct that. Right. Right? And so they can't improve. If you've taught proper technique by a proper teacher, you can improve very, very, you know, a lot more rapidly than someone who's just winging it. Sure. Right? right. In the law of attraction world today, it's a lot of feel good and wait. And if you're not getting results, we don't teach you how to improve them. We tell you you need to fix something within you, which is not true. Another major difference is, you know, we do teach people not to fear their negative emotions, but to use them. I'd say that's the number one thing that's different. Using the energy from your negative emotions to move yourself forward and fuel your manifestations. Because if you're I think feeling it's pretty powerful, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it happens all the time, you know, even me, like I'm working on, on manifesting something, like we've been working on our, our IVF cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, things go really well, right? Uh, some examples are, you know, just before we went into IVF, one of the top countries in the doctors, IVF doctors in the country, mm-hmm. opened a clinic, basically five, well, five minutes from our house. Wow. A couple of months before we needed them. We wow. go on a waiting list, we're told it's 12 to 14 months. We get on, you know, we get our treatment in three months. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. My wife's really happy, things like that. You know, so it's talking about acceleration, but during that process, you're not feeling good all the time. Like everyone, you know, that has everything and more that you've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. does not feel good all the time. Right. They have bad days. They get mad. They get sad. They get, some of them are well, some very famous, very wealthy, very powerful people are well known for having chronic depression, right? Negative sure. emotions haven't held them back. They haven't had to feel positive all the time. So you just have to learn how to use it. And we've all done something just because we're pissed off or just because we're stressed out about it, right? So -hmm. when these negative emotions come up, like, for example, during this IVF cycle, are the eggs going to make it? You know, worry, 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 worry. Mm -hmm. Well, now negative emotions have many functions, but one of them is it teaches you what you have to change, should be changing in the world and what you should be focusing on. So we just redirect all that worry and stress into manifesting the opposite of that situation, right? Okay. So if we're, the eggs work, working out, instead of pretending we're not feeling bad and trying to manifest healthy eggs, we're using the energy 
from that's being given to us, because that's what it's for, is to get us more energy, to directly manifest the opposite of that situation. I like it. I think it's interesting. So you're... There's, there's, there's many, many more. We could, we could talk for, for a long time. No, no doubt. I, I, I believe that 100%. And, um, you know, just for the sake of kind of what we're doing here today, what is, you know, so what's the normal practice and what's it look like? Uh, you take people on for coaching, you do the live events. Um, if coaching, how long? Yeah, if live events? Coaching, but there, there are too many people. So now we do live events mm-hmm. and we, you know, have an online audio program, which is like 20 days with a lifetime guarantee. Okay. But that will people from like common um, law of attraction teachings. I think day 13 you hit using your negative emotions and you learn a bunch of stuff in between and then the full manifestation practice. But yeah, it's like, uh, you know, how often that's up to you, right? It's like hitting the accelerator on a car. You know, we do not teach affirmations. We do not. We teach, oh, that, we that was another one. That, yeah, so that, that was another one, not, not to interrupt, but that was another one that was really interesting uh, for me yeah. too. Right. Uh, and again, and here's why, you know, the two reasons why it's interesting. So here I've got Susie Orman up there on stage and she's talking about her affirmations and how they work for her in her life. And then, you know, uh, I come across your videos and you're like, mm, not so much. Yeah. Um, why don't you explain? I, I watched the videos, but like, why don't you explain? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. I was, and I, again, I was a firm believer in affirmations, did them for like about a decade, repeating to myself, them to myself, writing them down multiple times, looking myself in the air in the mirror when I was saying them, recording my voice so I could hear them while I was falling asleep and sleeping and waking yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff, right? <clears throat> but the, what I was taught about affirmations, and then in retrospect, I see it, and what I teach now is that, okay. You, you pick a goal, common one's money, right? I know sure. it's not all about money, but you want to be a millionaire. Sure. So let's say it was me saying I want to be a millionaire, standing in front of the mirror, looking myself in the eye. I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. I have abundance, I have abundance, whatever your affirmation is, sure. positive in the present tense, right? But we know that millionaires don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know any millionaire and I don't know any billionaires personally, but I don't think any billionaires stand in front of the mirror saying, you know, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. And the ones I know didn't do it before they became one. Mm. So as we're doing it, we're reinforcing that we're not it, that Mm. we're still trying to become it because that's how we're doing the affirmation. Okay. And as we said earlier, you know, the universe reacts to what you are right now. Mm -hmm. If you were, being a millionaire in the present moment, there would be no need for the affirmation. Right. And I think that, uh, I, I think I recall your reversal of this, right. But go ahead and uh, explain that to the uh, audience too. Like, you know, what should they be doing instead of an affirmation then? Okay. Instead of an affirmation, uh, we do teach vibrational alignment. Like if you want to be what you be in the present moment, mm-hmm. uh, we, teach, um, the, the social mirror exercise is the you know, beginning exercise. And that is using our um, hardwired need for social acceptance for our benefit, right? It's, it's wired in there. We're going to leverage it. We're social animals, right? We have always been told what we should, we should want, think, and you know, feel and desire. And we always look to the outside to determine what we are, really. Mm-hmm. Um, on a grand scheme, I know there are exceptions and all that, but it's like, um, you, you know, like you said, you were handing out the business cards, at the event, right? If someone had given you positive feedback on that, you would have said, oh yeah, I'm doing the proper thing. And you would have been comfortable. Sure. Right? But if you weren't receiving that, there was doubt in your mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We're always look- so it's, that's where the imposter syndrome comes from. I'm being a millionaire, but the world around me isn't saying I'm a millionaire because we, we instinctually look for that feedback. And if everybody around us told us we were the most smart, smartest person in the world, then we would feel like it. You know, it's, you, you can't help it. Right? Sure, sure. So the, social, the social mirror exercise uses that. Instead of just pretending you are what you are in the moment, you use your, your visualization, your creative ability to create feedback from the actual people that are there actually around you in your actual environment 
to get reinforcement from the outside that you are what you want to be. And when you first try it, you'll, you'll feel that dissonance, right? You'll feel it in your body, which is very, very important. Your body is very important to what you are being in the present moment. And that's just the gap you have to make up. But as you practice it, very quickly that gap shortens and you no longer feel the imposter syndrome. You actually mm-hmm. feel like you are what you want to be in sure. the present. Sure. Okay. Does that make okay. sense? We yeah, can, it, you know, we teach it a little bit more elaborately. We just got a couple of minutes here. <laughs> it, do, it does make sense. It does make sense. You know, kind of being, being who, who you are mm-hmm. in that moment. And um, so speak to me a little bit about like what the reflection uh, is like, right? So uh, if I'm being who I be in this moment, but I don't see that in the reflection, what's the, what's the, how does that work? Well, that's when you, you use your creative imagination. Even if you're imagining, like walking through the grocery store, it can be anywhere, anytime. Right. So you're walking through the grocery store. Let's say you want to have a successful business, right? So it's very easy. It's a simple technique. And don't dismiss it because it's simple because it's very powerful. Anyone watching the podcast has to try it. So going through the grocery store, I want to be a successful business owner, but I'm not. And if I just try and feel like a business owner, I get this imposter syndrome. But even if I'm just using my imagination and I'm imagining the people over there in the grocery store are recognizing me as the business owner. The person over there you know, works for me. Um, they're going to come up to me and address me as my a business owner. They're talking about me as a business owner. They're happy customers. And even if you're just imagining that feedback, mm-hmm. it's extremely, extremely powerful. Like okay. I say, you'll, if there's the imposter syndrome, you'll automatically have a reaction in your body. Like, no, that's not me. That's not me. Right. But you do it a few times. Right. That goes away. And that's when you're closing the gap. And then once that gap is closed, you'll be walking through the grocery store just being a business owner. I love it. Yeah, no, that, that does sound very powerful. It does sound very powerful. Um, where, you know, where should I send people to come check out more of your materials? Uh, we're online at creategreaterlives.com. Mm-hmm. And we're also on Facebook at Create Greater Lives. So it's pretty simple. What uh, you know? What are some of the things that you're running right now? It sounds like you've got a couple programs. Sounds like you've got an audio. Where would you steer people first? Um, first place I'd steer people is if you go to the website, CraigGreaterLives.com. You can download. There's four reports on there that go through um, the three pillars of manifestation and a bunch of other things. Um, free information. Uh, download it. Read it. Um, it might um, cause some resistance because it might contradict some things that you've learned in the past, like we said. But if you are looking for something new, mm-hmm. uh, check it out. And uh, if it resonates with you, just reach out. Anyone can email me at tom at creategreaterlives.com. Awesome, Tom. I appreciate you stopping on today and just uh, having this conversation. Thanks for having me. You got it.